Welcome to Unraveled Podcast. I'm Bridget. And I'm Mackenzie. This is the place where we unravel all the things on our hearts. Laughter, tears, and real talk are all invited. Here we go. Okay. Hey, sis. Happy hey. Thursday. Happy Thursday. Mm. Thirsty Thursday with my tea. Mm, with our hot tea. You made me go get it, <laughs> pregnant lady. <laughs> I went to get one myself. Oh, so good. it is hitting the spot. I will say that. Hey, congratulations. We just announced, I don't know, not even three weeks ago, maybe a month ago, but we haven't been on the pod in that long that you were having number four. I know. I'm excited. I'm so excited. Oh yeah. I guess we never even talked about that. No. How do you feel? <laughs> tell tell the world how you're feeling, how you're doing. There are a lot of people who listen to this and are not on social media B. And oh. so I know they'll want to know. Auntie B, I, I call her Auntie B. Bridget is pregnant with number four, you guys. Oh, I'm really excited. We are very excited. I'm 20 weeks. Um, and so halfway and we are not going to find out the gender, which is a first for us. Um, and it kind of ties in with the theme of our episode today, which is just kind of like letting go and trusting. And this is something that Johnny and I have always joked is hard for us to do. And so it goes against both of our natures, but we're like, you know what? We have two boys. We have a girl. Like, why wouldn't we have a little surprise at the end um, to see, you know, what it is? And I've heard it's really fun and you've done it every time. So we're really excited. You're going to be so excited. It's the best. And oh, and why not for number four? That That's going to be, I, I, I'm going to be on the edge of my seat. I never, I never want people to not find out, but I I always want to know what you guys are going to have. So it's awesome. I think I've heard too from multiple women that it also helps with labor because you are so excited about the surprise. Is that true? Absolutely. Yeah. You're, I mean, you got to push that baby out, but let's push it out for the grand finale. For the grand finale. You have names in your head. You have ideas in your head. You have faces in your head and. Only God knows in that oh, moment. So excited. Only God knows. Um, so good. Oh, and happy 33rd birthday. It's your Jesus year. Thanks, sis. I think it's going to be a really good Jesus year. Um, I feel, I don't know. I think that it's really cool that people do call 33 the Jesus year because I do feel different. And I don't mean that in like a cheesy way, but I was actually reflecting, like, I think I'm like driving in my car after I dropped the kids off to school and I was thinking about it. And I was just like, I do feel like the beauty of aging and getting older is that you really get to know yourself in a realer way. Mm. And there's always more to learn about ourselves. But Mm -hmm. I think there is something that recently has been on my heart that I'm like, I really feel like I'm starting to know myself. And Mm. I think that that is such a gift. And it's like, not just the good parts. It's like all of the parts. Mm -hmm. And I think that that is a prayer that all of us should pray that like, I like Lord reveal who I am to me mm. so you can grow into a better version of yourself and the best version of yourself. But I think mm-hmm. sometimes we, we fabricate things or we walk through life with a certain way that we want to seem to mm-hmm. people. But I think like the biggest, cause you know, you don't get a lot of gifts when you get older, like especially moms, like we're mm. the ones throwing parties for people. So True. I was really thinking like, what is a gift that God gives us as we age? And I do think a gift that comes with age is a wisdom of ourselves. And mm. it, it is going to lead into more that we have to share tonight um, on the podcast. But I do think there is this 
humility and just being like, okay, Lord, like this mm-hmm. is my season and this is who I am and I'm, I'm happy with it and I'm content with it. So mm-hmm. I do feel happy with 33. That's so beautiful. B. And yeah, yeah. It, isn't it crazy how it can be both painful and the most beautiful experience in, in one, like the onion, you're an onion and he keeps peeling back the layers yeah. over and over again. And oh, something amazing about stepping into this year and just openly like, yeah, in humility, that's so good. Such a good word. Yeah. So, oh my goodness, where to begin? Well, I guess we'll start off by saying we've learned our secret sauce over the years and <laughs> um, it is community and friendship and mm-hmm retreats and bringing people together and yeah and and also what I what we just shared like opening our hearts and opening other people's hearts uh through God and and where he puts us and so we have this this retreat that's supposed to come up in November but bridge take it away So, um, we, after a lot of prayer guys, um, and a lot of discernment, like true discernment, um, of like wrestling back and forth with the answer for this upcoming retreat, we have listened to a lot of you and the feedback that we got from a lot of women who were interested in coming. Um, and there was a lot of conversation around financials this year and time of year. And so, we just started to like really feel this stirring of like, not everyone is fully able to make a commitment to come to this fifth retreat that we're hosting. And at first we were like, okay, Lord, like it's always, um, it's always a toss up in the beginning. And even the chaplain that we've had come to our retreats always jokes, like ladies, you got to plug through the beginning of any retreat because Mm -hmm the enemy is always going to bring some sort of spiritual warfare because he doesn't want things like retreats to happen. And so we've always been very sensitive to that. And even if we've been met with um, any sort of struggle in the past, we've always overcome it. We've always filled retreat and we've always ended up having a beautiful weekend. Mm -hmm. Um, But something about this one felt different. It felt Mm -hmm. more like God is actually trying to tell us something. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so at this point in the retreat process, we've always almost completely sold out or we filled over halfway and we really decided to be um, discerning with setting a date, which was this week and saying, you know, if we don't have the house filled um, maybe God is trying to tell us something about this year and this season of, um, of our lives. And so we've made a really tough decision um, to go ahead and pivot and give you guys some sort of an online experience this year. Um, But we are just thinking that through prayer and our own personal lives and what we're going through as mothers of almost eight between the two of us, Mm -hmm. um, that maybe God is trying to tell us that there's a new season ahead for Imago Day and for Unraveled Podcast. That's right. And, you know, if you asked us like six months ago, a year, no, a year ago, it wouldn't even have crossed our mind that this um, would, would come to be, but it is such freedom. Mm-hmm. To, to be able to be in such communion with bridge and bridge with me that we can go through all of these seasons together. And, and it's, it's really like a gift from God because as he closes one door, we know mm-hmm. in prayer and in discernment and in detachment that he mm-hmm. only opens a bigger door mm-hmm. for us mm-hmm. to enter. And right now 
that season for me is full-blown motherhood and bridge also is about to have her fourth as she just announced and it is a different season than (laughs) I ever anticipated and you know we talk about having uh, mentors and older wiser women in our lives to you know speak life into our to us and I think both of us have always heard what they were saying but now we really are experiencing the gifts that they gave us in their words Um, and so as hard as it is to say no to something to make that united decision mm-hmm. we only feel peace and i that is yeah. such a grace because yeah. we can look at these beautiful weekends and cry out of joy at what they've done i mean just yesterday i mm-hmm. think three people messaged me that they are still reaping the benefits of retreat yeah. people talk to us about them all the time and yeah i wish that everyone could go on the amago day retreat yeah and i know b feels the same but there are other plans and God is still good. And I, we were texting the other night about our deadline and it just broke my heart because we've been best friends for almost 11 years. And, and one of the younger things that you learn, and if you grew up in the Catholic church is God is good all the time, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all the time. God is good. And we just texted that back and forth after we made our decision, mm-hmm. but it's not an easy one. Yeah. Um, so yeah. in in, in announcing this to, I would like to open up the floor to both of us of like, how do you listen? Be like, what, like what comes when, you know, the, the, this big decision to be made, like we could keep going forward and we could make this happen. And I have no doubt in my mind, it would be another killer one mm-hmm. but when there are signs after signs. And mm-hmm. a perfect example is our location yeah. was not an option this year. Our beautiful spot in Melbourne, Florida was mm-hmm. no longer an option. And we pivoted and we went mm-hmm. back to Hilton Head and little things kept happening like that. Is that like, how do you, do you have any advice for our listeners and any thoughts on that? Yeah, I think that there, like, like you said, Ken's, there were little things that started to happen that were not immediate signs of like, oh, we can't do retreat this year. But for example, the location that we have done the past, the, the last three retreats at mm-hmm. was a perfect place to have a women's retreat um, Mm -hmm. on the water. We had a space for a proper chapel. We had a huge home that had like 40 beds. Babies were welcome. So many moms felt welcomed to come with their children. And so it was really this environment that fostered the type of experience that we wanted women to have. Like we are not asking you to pay this higher price than a normal Catholic retreat and to come to a dump, you know, like we really searched for months and months for a place that women could come to. And it truly felt like an oasis. And then the owners of that beautiful place decide to sell it. And so that was the first thing that we came that the first roadblock that we hit kind of this summer. And we were still like, okay, we're going to press on, we're going to do this. Um, And then as we saw a slowing of signups, Um, and just hearing the feedback from the community of why they're feeling a little strained this year, we started to, to think on that and to pray Mm -hmm. on that. And then as we started talking about just our lives and, and as best friends, even like our response time of texting each other is, has changed. Like, Mm -hmm. I think in the past, like when Ken's and I will text each other, it's like an immediate, like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like always ready to respond. And I've noticed it's a beautiful thing, but it's like, as our lives have become fuller with these children, 
it's like the priority has shifted and it's this mutual understanding of like, there is nothing wrong here. It is just the season that God Mm -hmm. has placed us in. Mm -hmm. And we could have silently canceled. And we know people in the ministry space who do that. If they don't have a normal thing. Yes. If they don't have a successful launch, they will quietly give the money back and they will just act as if nothing is wrong and hope that maybe people just forget that their event existed. And Mm -hmm. we really took that to prayer and said, no, we want to share why. And we want this to be um, uh, hopefully an example for anyone listening who feels that they are grasping at something Mm -hmm. that it is okay to let go. It is okay to walk away. And God Mm -hmm. is going to bless that docility. And it is a gift that comes with age because maybe in our rambunctious younger years, we would have been like, absolutely not. We will press on, you know? (laughs) But we have I mean, done that. <laughs> we've done that in many ways. And maybe God wanted us to do those in those yeah. in those years. But I think in this time, he is speaking to both of us and it's sort of the same message. And so we have to listen to that message. Absolutely. And I think something that comes to mind when things don't go the way we planned um, in that grasping posture is um, you failed, you know, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. no one wants to fail. Mm -hmm. Um, but that's, this isn't a failure. I think it's also, it's more importantly, a trust, a trust in his providence and his goodness that something will come, something bigger will come or not even that we are supposed to be where we are supposed to be. And in years time, we can look back and say, oh, I see what you were doing there. Mm -hmm. So two examples of something, an experience like this that happened to me in the past year was, um, trying very hard to get our kids into a certain school and I was so set on like this is where we're meant to be this is where I know the most families and the the most mom community and um and Johnny went to this school when he was younger and yada 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 the list goes on and on so long story short similar to this experience like lots of doors closed like we even though we were alumni of the school system we didn't get in and that was like an oversight but then like there was no turning back and there was no spot for the kids and I was really really upset at first and then um and then there was an opening at a school that we did not know a lot about but it was this beautiful smaller catholic school Um, much smaller class sizes um, and just like a sweet community feel and at first I was kind of like grumbling like I don't know anyone there like why would we go there like this is our parish you know all this stuff and so anyways long story short we end up at that school and I'm thinking the whole time like okay like I'll, I'll bear it for a year and then we'll find a way to get our kids in this school that we want to and we get there And it turns out to be the most beautiful, simple, like, just holy place that I never, like, if I had known, I would have been like, oh, that's where we belong. But Mm. I didn't know. And God knew. And we had fought tooth and nail. I mean, we had people go in and talk for us to, like, try to get us in this other place. And every door closed. Mm. And that was a huge humility moment for me of, like, 
you know, sometimes you got to get out of God's way. And mm-hmm. a friend of mine says, like, God says, like, hold my beer, watch this when like, he has a greater plan than we mm-hmm. do. And we sometimes are just in the way. And so um, similarly, there was uh, a client for video work in Charlotte that I really wanted in the Catholic space. And I had done very similar work. And I just in my heart, like I knew like I could do this for them so well, like, and I wrote a whole proposal and presented it and, and it was met with like, basically like no and like silence. And I was so sad about that. Like I was like, I, they just don't see me. They don't know like what I could do for them. But I also had a weird piece that I would not have had years ago where mm-hmm. I would have kept trying to beat on the door. I would have tried to get letters of recommendation or something mm-hmm. like that. And something in the back of my head was like, no, Bridget, like that is not what I want for you right now. And so even though I was sad and even though I was begrudging, I walked away. Mm-hmm. And then recently a new opportunity has just sprung up that I would never have been able to say yes to. Um, with very kind people and it's it's also in the Catholic space but it's just with a much like more like cheerful light community that God clearly wanted me to be a part of and to help out with with my gifts and talents and so that was a second sign from him of like when are you gonna trust me when are Mm -hmm. you gonna gracefully walk away and so I don't know if old me would have been okay with this cancellation of retreat, but because these experiences have been happening to me again, it's like this learning myself and learning, like I have to get out of the driver's seat. Like I have to just give up control. And, and I think both of us have learned this in different ways that Mm -hmm. like God's ways are always bigger than Mm -hmm. our ways. And so even though this breaks our hearts, to announce we know that there is something greater and we know that this community has has supported us and followed us for a while and we know that you guys are going to understand the reasons why and we hope to still serve you guys through the podcast and if god has other plans for us like we our arms are open to that too amen that's so well said sis i'm nursing as we talk um speaking of (laughs) speaking of ambient noises exactly (laughs) Um, but we have to look at the growth too in, in our lives. And I think that's what you just so beautifully explained. Like it's important to go back and see yourself at 20, 25, 30, 15 and, and see like the hard things that are presented to you and how you respond. It's all about respond Mm -hmm. and how we respond to things. And, and I, the best way is what you just said with open arms, if things aren't working, if you're grasping, if it feels difficult and uneasy and believe me, we're down for hard work. It's not that it's when it's right, when it's rightly ordered, when it's Mm -hmm. not taking away from Mm -hmm. your most important duty of wife and mother and family. Mm -hmm. And that goes for everybody, everyone listening everywhere that those are, that is the most important thing in your life. Um, and so when we, you know, get to our old age, what will we be looking at? You know, we'll be yeah. wondering how we served the people in front of us and the people around us, which mm-hmm. that it has been such a beautiful ministry mm-hmm. to do. Like I, I can't, I'll never be able to put it into words and yeah. the, you know, every, every single time one ends, we're all in tears, puddles, every single stranger that walked in on the first day is a new friend. And, mm-hmm. you know, there's no, there's no price to put on these retreats, um, but God knows how great they are and everybody who has attended them and the speakers. And 
we're so grateful for the community it's brought and the mm-hmm. lives that have been changed through them and will continue to change. And, you know, if he wills that we will definitely do them later on. And it could be next year. It could be in five years. It could be when our, you know, only he knows. And I think that's the beauty right there mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. like, God, okay, here, we're here, you know, our gifts. And I think something I've struggled with in the past and I've had to talk through it with in therapy and, spiritual direction and stuff is I can be all or nothing with things. And Mm -hmm. what that means is like, you know, okay, if I struggle with a sin or a vice, then I, it can't even do anything that has to do with it. So if I, let's say if I am suffering with not being able to be on the stage right now or perform or, or do a retreat with B or podcast, then I just can't do anything and I need to close my doors and stay at home and mm-hmm. shut up to the world. Mm-hmm. And that's a temptation in this day and age is the pendulum has totally swung mm-hmm. in motherhood and in womanhood mm-hmm. from um, the feminist movement. It used to be work full time and come home at the end of the day. We're women. We can do it all. And now instead of going into the balanced middle of that or full-blown stay-at-home mom, mom, it's gone all the way to the other side in ways, and you see it on social media, where Mm -hmm. you must stay at home, close your doors, don't do anything, you're not creative anymore, your gifts and talents can Mm -hmm. go to the side. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. that too is far from the truth. That's not true at all. And because God has made each and every one of us unique in his Mm -hmm. image and likeness, there is not one person like you, and it Mm -hmm. would be a shame if you are not using your gifts mm-hmm. and you will use your gifts and it not it might not be today if you just had a baby or you know you decided to step down from full-time work or walk away from retreat <laughs> literally Bridget and I turned away a donor today that could make us do this retreat you guys yeah. Yeah. and instead we said well what is God saying to us in this moment in this season and mm-hmm. it doesn't mean that those gifts that we have are gone. Like we will always have them and we can use them in ways here and there in part-time work in Bridget's beautiful video work film. And in, you know, I will perform as, as it comes, but, but that stuff doesn't go away. You don't need to change yourself in those seasons. Mm -hmm. And I just want to share that with anyone who's really struggling with in either way, like I'm full blown working, but I want to be home. Then listen to that. Or I am miserable maybe at home and I Mm -hmm. need something more Then you are allowed to pivot to everyone Mm -hmm. is allowed the grace and the gifts and to do both. And I'm not talking Mm -hmm. big Leah Darrow of babies and dreams. I'm just saying like, you're allowed to use your gifts. If that means joining the choir, because you should have something for just you too. If you're an artist, why don't you take an iconography class on Saturdays? If you love to work out, go to the gym and get work. If you're a chef, Mm -hmm. you better start cooking, girl, because you have a gift. It doesn't Mm -hmm. matter what it is, but you can still, God bless you, do it all in the way he wants you to. So that's Uh. my high horse this that is so good i was literally tearing up during (laughs) half of that because you all need it oh that is such a good reminder and it's just weird because i think you mentioned before we got on you're like yeah i just feel like we are so aligned right now like every thought that we we are sharing is (sighs) so on the same page and about all of this stuff surrounding retreat but it's funny that you're saying all of this about the in-between um, because I have been thinking about that so much recently that 
especially on social media, which is funny oh. that you mentioned that. It is very black and white. Like you so black see, and white. Yes. You see these accounts of women who are like, if you're not wearing a dress every you day, stink. you are not a woman. And I'm like, you're a okay, boy. <laughs> that's a confusing message. And then you hear someone else who's like, make your money and go work now. Retire your husband now. Yes. And so it's like all of these voices are coming at women. And there is this temptation to be one or the other. But I can only speak for myself and say that it comes hand in hand with the docility. Mm. You have to walk away from something in order to gain the beauty of what Ken's was just talking about. And to go back to retreats and the type of moments that happened on our retreats, I'll share a very quick moment that happened Mm. to me um, in between our process of hosting these retreats. And we've had almost a hundred women at this time be served by all four of our retreats. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't remember which one it was, but I was internally struggling with, do I leave full-time work? I remember this, the third and one. you know, yeah, yep. you yep. probably remember. But it's funny because even though Ken's and I would host these, we were always coming on these retreats with something that we were carrying internally ourselves. Totally. And whether it would come out with a, sp- like all of this providential stuff would happen where a speaker would say something and it would be something that Ken's or I would need to hear ourselves, you know? Yeah. And so it's like, we always received on these. It was never like we're hosting because we've somehow found our way. (laughs) You poor women who are coming have not. Welcome. (laughs) It was more like, how do we create something for others that we also feel that we need for ourselves? And so in these moments of retreat, I started to really open my eyes. I never in my wildest dreams would thought that I would walk away from full-time work. But I started to have these moments of just prayer and silence and watching other women and watching the way that other women mother or hear about what they do. And it was like all these little conversations led to this aha moment in my heart that would have, that took time. And so Mm. I think that what Ken's is saying is so true because when you have that open armed, hands wide open, palms facing up to our Lord and you give something up, like we are giving up this retreat to him and saying, Lord, you don't want this for us right now for whatever reason, we are going to be open to you and we're going to stick to what we know you want for us right now, there is always a bigger plan at play. And so I remember crying to my spiritual director saying, I don't want to let go of this dream. Like I Mm. love this work so much that like, I love my family too, but I also can't imagine walking away from this. And I started crying and he I love him because he was in film school when he got his call to the priesthood and he loves film. I mean, like he like lights up when he talks about his favorite movies and how he wanted to be a director, but he's also one of the greatest priests I have ever met in my entire life. And I started crying in our session and he just said, you know, keep crying sister. Like your, your tears are seen and like you are seen, you know, and like God cries with you. And Mm -hmm. I think that, Ken's and I are really bummed out about this retreat, but I can only think, I don't even know what my life would look like if I still worked full time, Mm. you know, and it's not to say there's anything wrong with it for women who are in that stage, 
But for me, I found this freedom of mm-hmm. the both and that Ken's was just talking yeah. about of like, you can have these projects and these yes. dreams on your heart, but they have to be rightly ordered for mm-hmm. your soul to be at rest. Mm-hmm. And for whatever okay. reason, this retreat was not in the proper order for us to say yes to. Mm-hmm. And so bringing it back to that, I think that both of us have had these beautiful aha moments on the retreats that have led us to a maturity that we never would have had if we Mm -hmm. had not said yes to our Lord when he wanted us to start them. And he also filled them incredibly fast when he wanted them to happen. Mm -hmm. And so for whatever reason, he's telling us to put the pause button on. And so we hope that you guys, what you hear through this message is not that we're giving up, but that we are just listening deeper. Amen. Oh, such a beautiful share. And yeah, I I think what you said too about stepping down and and going to part-time and work or choosing to not do retreat this time. I think when you're young, which we are young right now, we're in our thirties, it's so easy to have the kind of the short-sighted vision of life. Like we're in it now. When you hear older women talk about their life as it's been, they throw the word 17 years around or 10 years around or for 20 years, I was part-time or for 15 years, I stayed home with the kids and that and I, they do not bat an eye at their life because, you know, they're full-blown working in what they love to do outside of their creative work in their 40s, 50s, whatever, and talking about it with joy and also talking about their children and their family with joy because there is a season for everything. That mm-hmm. Bible verse says it all. Mm-hmm. There is a season for everything. And mm-hmm. so um, that's why it was so, I think when you had that moment to be, it was so heart wrenching because mm-hmm. when you were letting go, you were allowing yourself to be loved fully mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because that it takes so much risk mm-hmm. for all of us broken human beings to accept that we deserve what he wants for us. Mm-hmm. And if we don't accept it, then of course, you know, we're going to keep, keep on keeping on, but that's not what he asks of us. And so being able to find the beauty in the seasons and saying, you know, that's not going to work this season. It's yeah. not over. <laughs> the retreats aren't over for mm-hmm. life, you know, it's for now and we can only live in the now. And I think that is where he wants to have us. Amen. And I think that ministry has in different ways has become such a big part of our hearts that Mm -hmm. like, I, I can imagine in my mind that he has some sort of a plan down the road for us. Mm -hmm. But, but like Ken said, I mean, again, to your point that you just made, I just interviewed a beautiful woman who was stay at home for 25 years. Mm. She was so talented. She reminds me a lot of you actually says she mm. is a beautiful cook. You probably know who I'm talking about and an artist and a designer. Her house always looked to the nines, even when she was on a shoestring bread budget. And she said this in her interview because now she's a full blown designer and hired by many, many people. But wow. she, she said, I always took great care because I loved doing that. Even when I was on the smallest budget, I would like hunt for that beautiful thing to put in the corner of my house to like make my family happy. Or I would, even if we had a small food budget, I would like make a yummy spread every day for my girls just to like Mm. celebrate them. And so she had this like joy of life in every Mm. season and she trusted her season. And now she is the designer for 
major spaces like the Mm. seminary in Charlotte. She did the entire seminary and I see these seminarians who watch her at work and she's also a professional sacred artist now. And she literally is like, I am living a dream that I dreamed as a homemaker. And she was like, I didn't even know this is what God had in store for me. But she's like, I just thank him every day because like he brought it to me eventually. And it was in his time. And I'm like sitting there in my own thoughts. Like I want to start crying watching you because what a beautiful reminder. Like you said that we have a whole other chapter, like the diapers and the crying and all of that is going to end one day. And actually, we'll probably miss it. We will. In we a will. weird way. Mm-hmm. And so how we carry ourselves now matters. And even if you aren't a mom, like if you're in singleness and mm-hmm. you are begrudging it and you're so upset about that, like maybe God is calling you to like reach a higher holiness that mm-hmm. is so hard to achieve when you want something so badly. Oh, but amen. I think he wants that for all of us because there's always desires on our heart that we can't have right now. Amen. And he's telling us that you don't need that to be happy. Wow. And I love that line you said, and I really want to say it again so that our listeners hear it. Trusting the season, trusting Mm -hmm. the season. That is such a good word because everything is gift. Every single thing, Mm -hmm. even if someone hurts you or, you know, if something doesn't go your way, it is a grace God's giving you to deepen your holiness, like you said. And it's a war, it's like a specific virtue you are receiving if you accept mm-hmm. it. If wow. you accept it. Wow. Uh, and so whatever virtue he's obviously showing us some in this. And I think it's I think it is detachment and docility. But I do think it's like letting go since it's so hard yeah. not to control. It is yeah. so hard for me yeah. at least. And so um, I, and if we can accept these little, like I call them in my newsletters, newsletter recently, these little humiliations, it sounds so dramatic, mm. but they are little humiliations. They are little p- finger pricks, these little pricks on our heart, like mm-hmm. his sacred heart to unite ourselves with him. And so if we can in- continue to like ignore or sorry, to listen and, and, and hear those promptings that we always speak about in this podcast and, mm-hmm. you know, in 10 years, 20 years we'll be laughing joyfully, hopefully, and thanking him like this woman you spoke of. Mm -hmm. And I think like to end for those of you who haven't experienced one of our retreats, like the biggest message that we have for any woman who has come to them is exactly what we just talked about trusting your season because Mm. we aren't one of those retreats that asks for a specific woman to come I mean there are women in their 60s that came there are women Mm. in their 20s and 30s and somehow the message was always received by every woman there that we Mm. are loved we are beloved no matter what we are doing Mm. no matter what we are achieving like where you are at is exactly where God wants you to be Mm -hmm. and like Ken said even if you are experiencing something hard like there is a virtue on the other side of that hardship Mm -hmm. and so who would we be if we tried to chug along um, and make something happen and not be listening to the promptings of the Holy Spirit because mm. we would not be authentic people. We would not be right. 
authentic retreat leaders if we were not listening to what the promptings were that we were receiving. And it's hard. And our, our retreat leaders are they are Our speakers are sad. They were very mm-hmm. excited for this. And so it mm-hmm. is hard to feel like you're letting people down. But oh, yeah. we feel so strongly that God is asking this of us right now. Mm-hmm. And um, but we, we definitely, we want everyone to know that like, we, we can, we're going to continue the podcast. We're excited about the podcast mm-hmm. and we're also excited for whatever God has in store for us for this mm-hmm. next chapter. Amen. We love that. So good. Yes. I don't think there's anything else to say. So okay. good. Other than if you're walking in your own season, keep walking and keep walking and listening truly. Yeah. And thank you guys for being here with, with us and for us. And, Mm. um, you know, this was a vulnerable, more more vulnerable podcast, but we really decided that we did not want to just email participants and silently cancel. Like we felt like we wanted to share why with you guys. And so thank you for being here. Yeah. You guys have been with us through all of it. So why wouldn't we share this part too? And I love what you said, the last thing about we wouldn't be authentically you know, retreatants or retreat leaders or co-hosts if we didn't share our own season, because that is everything that the retreat Mm -hmm. stands on. Mm -hmm. Everything. If you've listened to any podcast or any of our talks or any of the, what the, um, the retreatants and, and everyone says, it's that they leave owning Mm -hmm. their season. That's, Mm -hmm. that's literally what they leave doing. It's this embrace of, and in a fuller, much richer way. And And I know we keep saying we're going to end. I promise we're actually ending soon, guys. But um, this just also reminded me of a really funny nudge from God where like you think you know the plan and then God's like, ha ha, no, this was my plan. When we decided to name these weekends masterminds, we were thinking, oh, these will be like Rachel Hollis weekends where people (laughs) discover their dream and go make their million dollar dream. And we, and, and. it, it did in some ways there were some, some people. Bi- yeah, yeah, there were some business partnerships that came out of these weekends. But what God really showed us was the majority of aha moments mm. were spiritual awakenings in women. They were oh. not they were not professional. Even though we had business women there, we had much success. Yeah. We had successful people there talking about business, talking about personal development. But we also had women who had walked through very hard seasons, who had huge conversions of heart Mm -hmm. speak. And whenever we would do this like circle of sharing, grace is received. Every woman who opened up said something in their motherhood changed, something in their marriage changed Mm -hmm. and something in their faith and their soul changed. And it really wasn't like, I'm going to set out to start my own small business. And at the end of the day, like that isn't actually what we're here and what we're on this earth to do, you know? Mm So I think that with that, we also have to accept that like retreats are not even ultimately Ken's and I's calling, you know, mm-hmm. we have these deeper callings and mm-hmm. retreats were actually just a beautiful season that God gifted us. Yeah. I love that. Thanks guys. Thanks for listening to unraveled podcast to stay a part of the conversation. Follow us on Instagram at unraveled podcast or on Spotify at the unraveled podcast. Thanks for listening.